Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in to this edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Neil McCready fixing my uh, my camera or attempting to. We'll be with you in the live stream here one second. But today we're going to talk. Uh, Matt Corral wins the Connerly Trophy last night. Got some coaching carousel stuff. Um, we will talk some, maybe some transfer portal. It's been a crazy two days in the transfer portal. So that and much more coming up on a show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember, they're giving away some free points right now. So all you got to do is when you go to the pump to fill up, scan the QR code at any of the Exxon locations on the pump in the state of Mississippi. Connects you to the Exxon mobile app. And when you do that, you get a 1,000 free points. That ends up $10 that you can immediately use in rewards there with the uh, blue sky here in Oxford or, again, anywhere across the state of Mississippi. So free points, 10 bucks for doing nothing but scanning a code. And, again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi. You're stuck now. I'll go fix it in a second. Clark Fords okay. in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Uh, call that number. One of those deals I need to get a professional in here and go hook it all up again. Um, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, but I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. It's the place to go to uh, have a nice burger, a po' boy, appetizers, great uh, bar selection, beer selection, all of that at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford and also in New Albany. So again, we'll talk some uh, some coaching search stuff. A few things just around the uh, the college football landscape right now. Brian Kelly's contract released yesterday, officially announced there at LSU. And again, uh, Matt Corral winning the uh, the Connerly last night in uh, in Jackson. I would assume Will Rogers finished second. I don't know. I haven't seen any voting or anything, but it was pretty much a shoe in, especially after Ole Miss won the uh, the Egg Bowl. That took any chance of just kind of giving something to the winner there. Of that uh that game, so Corral adds to uh, his uh, his hardware. Wilson Love uh, accompanied him last night. Gave a pretty good speech. Uh, Love was uh, was good as kind of the introduction guy for uh, for Matt there uh, there during that. So, uh, do you ever notice that we rebelgrove dot com? Oh, yes. I'm hoping when I hit this button that you don't freeze again. A little worried. I just don't know what the hell it's doing. I'm just having um, a day. I'm it, moving. It's okay. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah. There yeah. it goes. Yeah. You ever notice that we are the only outlet in Mississippi that doesn't appear to blow the um, the uh, the Connerly Trophy like into this great big deal? I don't I don't feel like I minimize it, but like there were people on press row last night that were leaving to get down to listen to the speech to write about the Connerly Trophy, and it's you know he's going to win it. He was going to win it, yeah. 
you know he's going pro. What, what what is the news value that is so what that I'm missing? And then I hear that the Mississippi State beat almost in an organized fashion were campaigning for Rodgers. And I, I I don't understand. And then I think maybe we're wrong. Maybe you and I are the the wrong ones. If everybody else is doing something and you and I are not, we're either the unicorn that is right or we're just completely missing the boat that this is a much bigger story, yet it's not that big of a – I'm not saying it's not a big story, but – It has no program impact whatsoever. I think that is the valid point to this is everything – well, I mean, look, I mean, there's a message board about it. And frankly, the guy that made the message board post, I, I understand in some aspects of what he's saying. Lane Kiffin was out recruiting last night. Um, he was in with Jaheim Otis uh, specifically last night. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a much more important thing for Lane Kiffin to do last night than accompany Matt Corral to the Connerly Trophy at the Country Club of Jackson. Last yeah, night. it's not even in the same stratosphere not, not of even, what he should have been doing last night. Not even close. Wilson handled it. Matt got his trophy. He got back on the plane, I assume, and because Wilson can't go recruit. No, he can't. He can't go in home. That's that would be a yeah. major violation. Yeah. So he went. So they sent a guy. Ma- they, yeah. they sent a guy down there to make a speech. Who it's Matt? Who good. Matt's close with? Yeah. Who can't be out recruiting? Wilson yeah. literally cannot go in a home and recruit a kid. That would be like whoa, bad. Yeah, that would be that would be a rule. So yeah, I mean it's 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 it it, it it's a neat thing. I I don't mind the awards. Like actually, at the smaller at these non football sports, I actually kind of like the awards. But I mean, but I'm talking about from a coverage. Yeah, standpoint. no, I agree. I, mean, I, I, I kind of looked around last night. Like, am I missing something? If I'd had an AP writer send me a story, I would have published it. But that was all that I was would have been willing to do. And I've done that in the past. Tell David, hey, when you get done, just shoot it over to me, and I'll do something. Yeah. With it. Um. Well, the thing that's interesting to me is that, so, and we get this, and this is going to come across as a criticism of other people, it's it's the proof of we're not click-based, is for a lot of those other sites, they have, I guess they have quotas. So it's a story. And so, okay, well, I need to write that. My question is, does, do people actually open those articles and read them? Uh, Wilson went in a recruit's house at the beginning because they didn't have a full coaching staff. Yeah, he yeah. was he was w- once they actually got ten dudes on staff, he was no longer could do He's that. He's not considered an on field. He went as a special person before Lane had a full staff. That is correct. Yes, it's like Bob Stoops is going on the road right now recruiting for Oklahoma, but as soon as they hire a coach, Bob Stoops will have to get back off the road. Yeah. Um. There is a little bit of, I mean, and again, this amazes me that anybody thinks this, but there is. I think there are some media members who cover state who are doing this campaign to try to help Will for next year's award. I mean, putting that type of effort into the Connerly Trophy is. Yeah, it just feels like, couldn't you take that effort and go clean your garage or something? I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't get it. I truly don't, the advocacy of that beat, and look, in fairness, there's a lot of advocacy on this beat. But I don't know why people feel compelled to be that way. Well, Rogers congratulated Matt Corral on Twitter last night after the event. Congratulations, Matt Corral. Well-deserved. Best of luck to you, my guy. Quote tweeting the uh, Sports Talk Mississippi tweet congratulating Matt Corral for yeah. winning the Connerly Trophy. Will seemed okay. He was cool last night. He was the thing right. about players, right, is they compete. And they know. And, like, if you ask Matt Corral today, do you think you're going to win the Heisman? No. Yeah. Do you think you should win the Heisman? Probably not. Everything didn't break my way. 
Yeah. It's hard to win the Heisman. Like, they give the Heisman to one dude. I tell you, speaking of that, um, and it startled me a little bit, I'll be honest. You you wrote, you you posted, actually at 2 o'clock in the morning, two days ago, that uh, they're going to invite four people to the mm-hmm. Heisman Trophy. My gut is that he is not one of them. Um, that is my gut, too. There's there's more momentum right now out there because the, what's happened is the offense players are all sort of plateaued. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there that are watching games going, okay, well, the best player is that dude for Alabama. Will Anderson. Yeah. And then the other guy that's got momentum is 97 for Michigan. Aiden Hutchinson. Who had a phenomenal game. He did. And has great stats. And then obviously Jordan Davis at Georgia. He's their best player, but he's not going to win, but he could get invited. He doesn't have the stats, but he could get invited. So I'm looking for a defensive guy to get an invite. Uh, Stroud at Ohio State is going to get invited. Um, um, Bryce Young at, at Alabama is going to get invited, and I suspect win the trophy. And then I don't know who the fourth guy is. It feels like it might. It could be Corral or Pickett. But what what is interesting about or it? Kenneth to Walker me, the third. Yeah. Well, here's what gave me the whoa. This is not a good sign, even though it's not completely representative. Mm-hmm. Is the athletic does a straw poll every week um, where they let their I don't know, I mean, 12, 16, 20 writers for yeah. college football yeah. um, do a first, second, and third, just like the normal Heisman voting. And a large percentage of those actually have Heisman votes of those writers. Mm-hmm. And Matt Corral did not receive one single vote, first, second, or third. And I thought, ooh, that's not good. Because, look, the Iowa Center got a vote. Like, there were – it was a really strange list where Desmond Ritter was getting votes. I mean, like, literally anybody you could think of could get a vote, and he did not get one. Well, let me make this clear, and I've written about this about Matt. I, and I had this conversation with Nick Suss last night, and he and I disagree completely. I don't think there's another player in the country that could have quarterbacked Ole Miss to 10-2 this year. So some of that is, I suppose – uh, not bias, but it's what I saw, and it's what I believe. Like I don't believe Bryce Young could have quarterbacked Ole Miss to ten and two this year. I don't. Sure. I'll never know because Bryce Young's never going to have that opportunity. I don't think. If he does, I'm interested because I want to know how we make this happen. But I don't think Bryce Young can get into a time machine and do like the Coach Thirty guy and be the quarterback for like twenty different teams, right? So Matt Corral is always going to be the guy that was this year's quarterback, and so he did what he did. I don't think Pickett could have quarterbacked Ole Miss to ten and two. No, um, I don't think C.J. Stroud could have quarterbacked Ole Miss to ten and two. That's not taking anything away from those three quarterbacks. I like all three of them; they're all really good players. Um, but Matt doesn't have Heisman stats, mm-hmm. and if you go back through the last, I don't know, thirty years. He doesn't have traditional high. Well, that's what I mean. Because he actually is the only player in the country that has done the best job of running and throwing. Yes. He's the only player with more than 3,000 and more than 500. Right. But if you go back through time and look at quarterback stats for quarterbacks who win the Heisman, Matt doesn't have those stats. Now, is that his. And Ole Miss has that extra loss that, for whatever reason, is a really big deal. If, let's say, Ole Miss had beaten Auburn that night at Jordan-Hare. It's a totally different We're argument. probably having a different conversation, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. And Matt wasn't particularly impressive in that game. It wasn't his fault. He was hurt. But they had some opportunities, and they just didn't get it done from a Heisman standpoint. What was interesting, and I've lost track of days with all this medicine coursing through my veins, there was a the, 
someone from the athletic put out the first mock draft mm-hmm. and they had Matt going like 20 to the Washington football team they had several quarterbacks ahead of him, which interested me. And I don't, I don't, People get worked up about mock drafts. I don't understand that. Like, oh, my God, he's an idiot. No, he's not. He's just, he's just a mock draft. But I do want to see what Matt, when Matt gets fully healthy and he goes through the combine and when Matt gets fully healthy and he goes through some of these individual workouts and people get to see the ball come out of his hands, it's going to be a little different deal, I think. Well, it's all over the place. What it's telling you right now is that nobody really knows because you could have very reputable mock drafts, and what I mean by that is you know, standard publications that everybody understands, and he can be fourth in one, and he can be 26th in the other, and it's like, well, like hold on. Like, yeah. That makes no sense. But so, that's like, kind of this year, right? Yeah, all the way around. Yeah, when you look at this year, um, it's, it's hard to rank people. It's hard to rank teams. Like, how do you really separate? I mean, this weekend will help because Oklahoma State's going to play Baylor. You know, like I heard yesterday, someone go, you know, really, if you think about it, Georgia hasn't played anybody. Their best win is Clemson. And Clemson's, eh. Their next best win might be Arkansas? Arkansas's 8-4. and four. Is Arkansas their next best win? Maybe. Tennessee? Who are they beating? Now, obviously, straight eye test, you know what you see. But Well, I know what I see with their defense. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, a part of me wonders, what does their offense look like against Oklahoma State? Because I don't know if you've noticed, but Oklahoma State's defense is a, is a bear. They'll get after your ass. They're good. What, is their off, what does their offense look like against Michigan? Who's figuring it out fast, in fairness to them? But Michigan has that loss to Michigan State, you know, on a day when I think most anyone would have lost at Michigan State. They were jacked. Yeah, that was just one of those days. So I don't know. It's you know, it's I had someone in my mailbag and the mailbag's up at rebelgrove.com. It's presented by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. Um you know, what if Ole Miss were eleven and one? Where would they be today? And I was like, gosh, I don't know. If if the one's the one is still Alabama, then they're not playing for the championship. Could Ole Miss slip in as the four? And it was, well, you would need Alabama to lose. To lose. You would need, you, you would need um, Iowa to beat Michigan because yeah. Iowa's not getting in. No, no, no. You yeah. need Iowa to beat Michigan. In an ideal world, Cincinnati would lose, but it's hard to imagine that world right now. You probably would want. Oklahoma State to well, you probably would want Baylor to beat Oklahoma State because they'd be a two lot, but they'd be a champion. Yeah, no, you don't want that. It'd be hard to get yeah. in. Is my point. It'd be really hard to get in. Well, I mean, I, frankly, I mean, and, and at first I bristled when he wrote it, but Stuart Mandel's right. Yesterday, it's going to be hard for Notre Dame to get in at eleven and one, sitting at six right now. Right, because they're not a champ. Because even when other teams lose, the history of the college football playoff rankings is they do not really punish. These teams that lose on championship weekends that much. It, it, it's what tells me still, I'm not giving up the ghost that if Alabama loses a close game, they're not in as the damn four or the three or whatever. Well, I got to tell you, if Alabama gets in the way that Alabama has looked I'm the last two, I, and I, I don't disagree, but I will finally jump on the, okay, it's fixed. You wanted them for TV. That's it. It's the only explanation. Look, they could have lost to, could have easily lost to Arkansas. 
And Arkansas's fine. They're a nice team. I've seen Arkansas in person. I've seen Arkansas on TV a lot. I watch them because my girls go there, and it's a conversation piece. And they're fine. I respect the way they play. They play really hard. They've got a sound defensive scheme. They're coached well. The Jefferson kid got better and better and better as the season went on, and that's a tribute to him and to Kendall Bryles. All of that being said, at no point did I ever watch Arkansas this season and go, man, that's a really good team. Yeah, sure. Not once. A couple of times I'm like, you know what, that team's got, that team's got a chance to be good. And a couple of times I watched them and went, you know, they're pretty good. But there was never a time that I watched Arkansas with those dudes, man, they are just a piece away from kicking people's ass. No. Never. Yeah. And I'll find the stats on that. I'll do that in one second while while Neil was reading. Let me tell you about community mortgage. We'll come back to this. I'm not done with the topic yet. Community mortgage is located in Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We are also brought to you by um, our friends at Walk-On Sports Bistro. Got great news. Walk-On's Sports Bistro opening on Monday in uh, lovely Oxford, 1737B University Avenue in Oxford. They're opening on Monday. It's a uh, beautiful restaurant. I haven't been in yet. I anticipate getting a, a quick little tour at some point this week before everybody opens. It looks great. It's right there in that uh, shopping center next to Social Wine and Whiskey and all that. It's really cool looking. Great parking. It's a convenient spot. Please do us a favor. Do them a favor. Number one, it's great food, it's a great environment, all of that stuff. If you're going in uh, on, on Monday or, or next week to uh, hang out, have a meal, watch a game, make sure that you tell them that you appreciate them sponsoring the pregame show, the postgame show. That's People always say, hey, man, how can I tell you guys how much I appreciate it? Um, go to a sponsor. Yes. That's, that's the way. Go and tell them. A, and tell them with your mouth, like with words. Make sure that you talk to a manager or someone and they, they hear it. But uh, opening on Monday in Oxford, they're open this weekend already. They're open today, throughout the weekend, as a matter of fact, in uh, Ridgeland 720 Highland Colony Parkway. So if you're in the uh, Jackson area, go check out the people at Walk-Ons. We would uh, would certainly appreciate it. Also brought to you by BroThrow, social sports betting network, free to use. Cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group. Uh, make friends and invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. Bet.brothrow.com backslash MPW. Uh, also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE. Get 35% off disc, uh, products on the site. Hats like the one I have on today. Uh, they've got Muddy Water Lady Camo apparel and more. So again, MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE. Tis the season of giving. Dead Soxy uh, has a couple of deals right now. They have the BOGO that's going on, I think, through today, I think. I think it was December 1st, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you, it's one transaction at a time. Put in a bundle, get a bundle free, get one sock, another sock free. Do it in multiple transactions. You also can um, – I'll just leave it at that. That's the one to go to today. Take advantage of that one. That's the best way in the world to load up on your socks collection and have the best socks that you'll ever – ever put on your feet uh we also are brought to you by uh, game changer there's some new information up at rebelgrove.com if you go to the site um some information about game changer don't forget though just go to gamechanger.com promo code rebelgrove20 
at checkout and get 20% off your entire order. Podcast is brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates. That's nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. I've used them multiple times for real estate needs here in Oxford. Give them a chance as well. The buy side or the sell side with Clay DeWeese and Keith Graham and their team of associates to help you anywhere in Lafayette County. Again, 662-281-1200. That's nickstanoxford.com. So what I was saying, though, Chase, was I watched them play Arkansas here at the end. They weren't impressive. Auburn should have won the game. Auburn should have won. Auburn dominated. Auburn dominated the Iron Bowl. Yeah, I'd argue. And so now they turn around, and if they lose to Georgia, you're going to let them in. If you do that, you're telling me, okay, what? What in the hell? I mean, who did who did Alabama beat this year? Ole Miss is their best win. That's it. Yeah, I mean that, that's their only really reputable win. So, what are we doing? To me, Alabama has one path to the playoff, and that's beat Georgia and be the SEC champ. They do that. They're, if they're Baylor in. beats Oklahoma State and Alabama plays fairly closely, I believe Alabama stays in the playoff. Well, then you are going to walk into an unhappy room on Monday when you come in because I'm going to rip the whole thing up. So here's what I was going to read from, from Stuart Mandela. And again, at first I bristled and I went, there's no way this is stupid. And again, because I agree with Neil, but all right. Here we go. In college football playoffs, seven year history. Only six top four ranked teams of the penultimate rankings, that means the one before the last one, mm-hmm. did not – a lot of people mess that word up. They mm-hmm. do not know what penultimate nope. means. Completely. They think it means last. Um, it doesn't mean next to last. Uh, it's also a really fancy word for something we can just say next to last. But anyway, so <laughs> did not make the playoff. Number four, Georgia. Number four, Georgia, two, 19 and 18. Okay. Number two, Auburn and 17. Wisconsin in 17, Iowa in 15, that TCU team that beat the crap out of Ole Miss in the Peach Bowl in 14. Okay? All right. All right, here's the point by this, though, is that during those years, of the uh, five conference title game losers on the list, three dropped just one spot and one dropped two spots. The other one was Auburn in 17, and that was their third loss, so they fell completely out of everything because they fell to 9-3 and three or 10-3 and three or whatever. It's why Notre Dame is in trouble because they don't play – and there's no guarantee they're passing two teams just because they lose conference title games. Where Alabama is sitting right now at three, because they're three, right? Uh, they're three. If you say so. I think they're three. I've, I've I could not, be wrong, but I think they're three. I've I'll not paid as much attention to this as you do. Point being, if they play Georgia in a close game, the committee will sit there and go, well, they played by far the number one team in the country. Okay. Not even close, historic number one team in the country. Yes. They played them close. Why should we punish them for losing that game when other teams didn't play? And here's what we're going to do. And they're going to move maybe once. The problem they have is they would play Georgia again if they drop into four. If anything told me that's how the horse trading didn't work out for Alabama, it's because of that. But otherwise, I think they're – look, TCU – and look, I get it was a little more complicated than this, but I just – it's a lawyer argument. TCU in in 14. Okay. They were number three in the country going into their final game of the season. Okay? Okay. They won 55 to nothing. Pretty good. And dropped to six in the final rankings. They were pissed, too. <laughs> they walked, yeah. I mean, Ole Miss walked into a sack of hell a little bit. Remember that, that game? You could tell that week. is like, boy, one of these teams kind of like that. It was the inverse of 08 when Texas yeah. Tech walked into the Cotton Bowl and did yeah. this and went, no, Ole Miss is like happy to be here. Like, you, you got a problem. Yeah, Ole Miss had like its hat on fire. Yeah. TCU just looked pissed off. We were watching warm-ups and I was like, this is, oof. Yeah, they were like locked in. They like, were focused. Yeah. 
And yeah, well, they dropped Ole, them. Ole Miss was hung over. Yeah, they were. And it was bad. Yes. Goodness gracious. Yeah. They went from three to six, winning their final game fifty five to nothing. I mean, like, so they just do whatever the hell it is they want to do at the end anyway, is my point. Is Alabama compelling enough this season though to put them back in again? What does the game have to look like? Give me a give me a give me a scenario where it's gotta be where someone ins- like me wants to see Bama. It's gotta again. be inside seven points and somebody's driving at the end. Okay. It has to be something where you you get done, you go, Hey, yeah, that was fun. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Okay. Where it's like, okay. But now here's the problem. But, Michigan, but, but Georgia's in no matter what. They can lose eighty nine to nothing and they're in. Okay. Uh, Michigan winning in, obviously. Yeah. And I think Oklahoma State is pretty close to winning in. See, I do too. Um, and, and they pass the eye test. So my then concern, it's Alabama, Cincinnati, My Notre concern Dame. is Oklahoma State wins on Saturday and they get screwed. I'd rather see them in a big game than Alabama two loss in a big game. I don't care how close it is. You have your shot. Go get it. It's right there. Go get it. Score one more point than Georgia, and I got nothing. You're, You're in. in. Yeah. Congratulations. Here's your crown. You'll be number two or number one. Or whatever. Yeah. But if you lose on Sunday, Saturday, then by God, that's it. You're out. Yeah. See, Ohio State got the benefit like we're talking about Alabama in 14. That's because what happened. they lost they to four lost Texas A&M. This is not elite Texas A&M. I don't care what the ranking said. This is not elite Texas A&M. This is Texas A&M that lost to Arkansas. That lost to Mississippi State at home. Yeah. That lost at Ole Miss and lost at LSU. Stop. Full stop. They get so, and they deserve it. They've dominated the sport for a decade and a half. I'm not taking anything away from Alabama. But there are absolutely some spots popping up on the exam right now. They look old. Um, somebody asked, yes, if Ole Miss has this season, once this playoff goes into effect, you're literally just in and waiting on your You're opponent. waiting on seeding. Yeah, you're in. You'd have no – Ole Miss at Ohio State would be just twiddling their thumbs waiting right now. Ole Miss would be in either as the seven or the eight, and in the hosting scenario, you'd be getting Vaught Hemingway ready to host a playoff game. Yes. Because you got and four It's why I'm for five, it. It's why yeah. I'm for it. Yeah. Because we would be a week away or two weeks away or whatever from the biggest game in the history of Ole Miss home football. Yeah, if, if today's seeds were there and that was the playoff ranking and we've got mm-hmm. this 12-team playoff in effect, mm-hmm. Ole Miss would be the eighth seed hosting Baylor in a first-round game in a week. And if they win, then they would play Cincinnati. Yeah. Is that right? Maybe not. I don't know. No, they put me Georgia. Sorry. Play, they, they play, play the Georgia. one. They play yeah. the one. Yeah. So you'd have your hands full in Athens. And so when people say the seeding matter, yeah, Alabama, Georgia would matter because Alabama would be playing for a first round bye yeah. on a, a thin Alabama team that needs the bye. Yeah. Because if Alabama were to lose without. They'd fall to six or whatever. They'd fall to and, five or six and they're hosting a game against a team that has, is more rested than you potentially. Mm hmm. Yes, absolutely it would matter. The, the Big 12 game would, would be for. Uh, Here's where it's interesting. Like Iowa, where are they in the CFP? Uh, 13. They'd have to win to get in. Iowa's not only playing for a championship, they're playing to get into the tournament. Because if Iowa wins, they would be Big Ten champs, which is what they deserve to be, Mm -hmm. by God. And they would probably be, what, the 11? 
at least. They'd probably bump up a little higher than that just because they'd have to win over Michigan. Yeah, so you'd so. be Big Ten champs, and maybe you're the nine. Maybe yeah. you're even hosting a game. Or maybe you're the nine going to Oxford. Mm-hmm. In a, how big of a game would that be? For the people who are like, oh, this 12-game playoff's going to ruin the sport, the sport's already changing. Look at the transfer portal, for God's sake. Like, everybody's on Lincoln Riley for recruiting his recruits. I'm the only person in America that don't doesn't think this is that bad of a thing. I get it. It's slimy. College football slimy. He's a bad guy. Have you hung out with many college football coaches? These are not normal people. This is not the guy that you meet at the Christmas party and walk away going, man, that guy's really nice. No. No. These are typically the guys that you meet at the Christmas party that you're like, that dude would rob my house and sleep with my wife in 10 seconds. I've never met many college football coaches who I'm like, man, that guy's the nicest guy I've ever met. It's college football. It, it's, it is kind of slimy. Like in college football right now, there's two kinds of cheating. You have the legal cheating, which is NIL, and then you have the illegal cheating, which is still going on because you have to do the illegal cheating to get the kid onto the campus to give him the legal cheating. It's still dirty as hell. Why do you care if the season gets a little more convoluted? And, yes, I understand you didn't understand that. I'd have to, like, draw you a diagram, but it's fine. Yes. But why do we care? What we love about the sport is, like, days days like Saturday. There was nothing. We like that the sport is stupid. We like Yes, that you like that the sport's insane. Yeah. That's what you like about the sport. Yeah. In today's in today's ranking, Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati would get buys. Oklahoma State would host BYU. Notre Dame would host Michigan State. Uh, Ohio State would host Oregon, again, actually, and then Ole Miss and Baylor. That would be your first-round games. And everyone's watching that. And if it went scratch, Ole Miss would play Georgia. Ohio State would play Michigan again, actually. And who would not watch that? Notre Dame would play Alabama, and Oklahoma State would play Cincinnati. In. Yeah. Locked in. All good. And so what if one of the quarterfinals is a blowout? Most of the semifinals are blowouts. What difference does it make? Yeah. Take a nap. Have another beer. Watch a movie. Yeah. Go Wait get, on the next game. Wait on the next game. Because there's a chance the next game's going to be insanity. Yeah. Yes. I'm totally for it. But I'm so tired of, well, you're going to really wreck the, the, the purity of the sport. There is no purity in the sport. If Ole Miss goes to the uh, Peach Bowl, they're likely to play Pittsburgh or Wake Forest. Those two teams are ranked 15 and 16 right now, if you're just curious for some okay. reason. Great. Awesome. They both have really good offenses. That's what I got. We're probably going to talk to the Peach Bowl guy later this week, and I'm going to ask, like, how does this work? Yeah, they've like, tried really hard. Like, do you do you, do you you argue for teams? Do you fight for teams? Is this a, a straw poll? I mean, how does this work? And I'm sure I'm going to get nothing but very political answers. But I am going to press. Like, how does this work? I mean, I'm going to ask the obvious question, which is you had Ole Miss in your game in September. Does that mean you want them less now or do you want them more now? Or does it not matter? And my guess is in today's news cycle, September is so long ago. Well, I'll be honest. When you were writing about Ole Miss or doing whatever you were doing, I mean, I, obviously I knew, and I said, hey, what happened that day? I would remember. But as far as, like, front of mind, I forgot Lane missed the Louisville game. Just, like, it yeah. completely was out of my mind that yeah. he did not. He wasn't there. That was, like, this big story that day. Well, frankly, we didn't, I mean. And he bounced back so quickly from COVID. I don't know how. Didn't read enough is not the right word because, I mean, Hang whatever. There, LeBron. But, 
looking back, Lane probably didn't know they were going ten and two, but he did like the team enough that he didn't give two dams that he was not in Atlanta that night. He did not well, think it had any matter whatsoever on the outcome of that. Well, we game. talked to people inside the building who yeah. said they know they're going to win. Yeah, it's fine. There's no, there's a, a, a zero. An hour and a half before the game, he was like calling people, just kind of cracking up. He was fine. <clears throat> like, Earlier that day, he was looking for a place to go swim. It was, yeah. yeah. He was cool. So, because swimming is how you beat the COVID. Yes. Because he had it bad. Um. Yeah, Dan Wilkins an idiot. I mean, let's just be real. When 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 the people write these columns about you're ruining the sport, what in the hell does that even mean? Seriously, what does that mean? The sport's changed. You want it to be like it was in the 50s when I was a kid where you never really knew who the champ was and it didn't really matter because it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, it's just college football. And what we love about college football is not the crowning of a champion. What we love about college football is a game like Saturday night in in Death Valley between a coach who has been fired and a coach who they're trying to hire playing against each other in this really weird game that gets decided weirdly Nothing's impacted in the whole scheme of life, yet everyone was watching that game, glued to it. And then as soon as it ended, we flipped over to Bedlam to watch a coach who had checked out against a coach who's trying to get to the Big 12 title game for the first time ever. And Stillwater looks like insanity, where you want to be there, right? It's so loud. Yeah. And it was cool, and you're watching this great quarterback trying to carry Oklahoma on his own. It was a great game. But none of those teams, none of those four teams are national championship teams. But that's what you love about college football is those games. At the end of the day, everybody on Twitter was like, man, what a great day. What a fun day. I mean, Ohio State, Michigan. That's what you love about college football is that game. You had three in a row in each time slot. You had Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Auburn, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma State yeah. all went down to the wire or, yeah. or crazy or whatever you want to call them. An Auburn team that supposedly had given up the ghost, right? They went to South Carolina and lost. They lost at home to, to Mississippi State, giving up 42 straight points. They get Alabama in their place and absolutely play them t- fist to fist. That's what you love about college football. Why can't the Dan Wilkins of the world understand that that's what people love? You want more quality college football, not less. I don't, I'm not, I mean, look, will I turn on the Las Vegas Bowl to watch whoever play whoever? Maybe. I mean, I might put 10 bucks on somebody for the fun of it. But am I watching a playoff game? Mm-hmm. Well, hell yeah, I'm watching a playoff game. And you can still have the meaningless bowls. You can still have the bowl game in Montgomery between Troy and somebody. You can still play that game. No one cares. It's just football. ESPN's in because they got to show something. I mean, you can only show so many cornhole tournaments. You you want you want games. That allows them to set up their December programming to give their TV host weeks off and stuff like that. That's what that's the whole point of it. I'm sorry. I'm having one of these days. I don't I mean, I'm not worried about the number of games, Jonathan. Somebody's asked about what the twelve team playoff. I mean, look, in in at a professional level, the the union would probably not allow the increase to this level, but it sort of is what it is right now. So. at the end of the day, I mean, how many teams are really playing more games? And if kids, you know, I mean you got NIL, and there's a listen. There's an answer at the, the at the high bowl level. It's a player bonus. You make the quarterfinal. Each player gets X. Mm-hmm. Just add in another Cialis ad somewhere in there. Pay for it. Yeah. Just for two seconds. 
And we... Billy's exactly right, by the way. What's that? Billy Quinn's in the text. Yeah. This is exactly right. You can tell Billy's an attorney and a really yeah. smart guy. Billy's one of those guys when you get in the room with him, you're like, oh, I need to get out of here. This guy's too smart. You know those people yeah, yeah, like yeah. Josh Hendrickson's that guy for me. I'm like, I, I like you a lot and we're friends, but I, I don't want to hang out for like more than an hour because I'm going to depression's gonna I'm going to go cut little. myself when I get home. Billy writes, it means Wolkin's insider sources are within NCAA headquarters, and the NCAA is marching toward irrelevance. And, as a consequence, Wolkin is losing the little voice he has. That's exactly right. Thank you. That's why I'm not very smart, and I'm doing this, and he's an attorney. He put that in a quick, concise deal, and I rant for 30 minutes. Of course, if he just did that, and that's all he did for a podcast, Billy would not be a good podcaster. Because his podcast wouldn't last long enough for him to have like ads and stuff in it. Brevity be, is not necessarily a positive when it comes right. to podcasts. Yeah, he would just have this short little very concise deal, and everybody would go, that's really brilliant. Now what am I going to do with the rest of my day? I have a 48-minute run. What am I doing? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm caught up. but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. But now what? <sighs> so maybe we all have a purpose. And we all have a purpose. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's the hat. Um, <laughs> I want Billy defending me in court more than I want me defending me in court. Yes. He's a little calmer. And again, just reiterating for anybody who's been under a rock, Alabama doing this that we're discussing would send Ole Miss to the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. That's the cause and effect. And so if you're cheering from an Ole Miss perspective, you're hoping Alabama wins. And if Alabama wins, that's 11-1 and one and you're the SEC champ and you belong in the playoff. Yeah, they're in. My point is if you don't, you don't. And you could have solved all this with a 12-team playoff that everybody would watch. Somebody pointed out Oklahoma State. I mean, they, they've played incredibly well like the last five weeks, but they've had a weird year. I mean, you look at some of their early games, that they're even in this situation. They beat Missouri State 23-16 to opening weekend. They beat Tulsa 28-23. to and they Who are you beat talking Bo- about, Oak State? Oak State. And they beat Boise 21-20. to The first three weeks of the season, that was their schedule as they played those three yeah. non-cons. They played okay and beat Kansas State. They got the big one over Baylor kind of before we realized Baylor was pretty damn good though, yeah. at that point. Yeah, sure. They kind of messed with Texas but won 32-24, a weird game in Austin before Texas completely fell off the thing. And yeah. then they lost. They lose at Iowa State, which no shame in that. But no. they lose at Iowa State. But then since then, they haven't played a tough schedule. But 55-3, to 24-3, 63-17, 23-0, and 37-33 over Oklahoma. Pretty no, good five week run. There they're really for, good for the Cowboys. They're really good defensively. They're I mean they're damn good. They've gotten better and better and better. Yeah, I mean they've allowed. Here's the thing they they passed the fun test. Are they fun to watch? Yes. Saturday was the only time they've allowed more than twenty four points this season. Yeah, I would wear as as an attorney. I would wear a leg brace the whole time. The football leg brace. Yeah, yeah. I'd go borrow somebody's leg brace. Like your stepson. <laughs> Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available, parental controls, network security, wireless mesh extender you probably don't even need, and much more. So call the office, get the best internet around. Again, that's 662-238-3159. <laughs> 
Mark makes a really good point. The Oklahoma State kids did recover from Gundy wearing that OAN shirt. They did. It's kind of, they kind of got past it, didn't yeah. they? We moved on. <laughs> We're also – Oh, my God. We're also brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. My buddy Clay McNutt runs that in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation recognized system integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. If um, you have, uh, you're in need of HMI, and uh, SCADA Solutions, our large horsepower VFD specialist. ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. It's ACSLLCMS.com or 662-601-4381. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson. They service the entire state and all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. This week's property spotlight is on Paragon Center in Ridgeland. It's comprised of 150,000 square feet of Class A office space located on Highland Colony Parkway, minutes from the new Costco, Walk-On Sports Bistro, and I-55. This uh, section of uh, Highland Colony is experiencing substantial commercial growth. It's located alongside some of the most affluent neighborhoods in Mississippi. If you want to learn more, get in touch with Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell. It's 601-586-3220. Christmas is now just days away. We're into December. This is December. Um, it's officially time to start planning for holiday gifting, and our friends at Blue Delta have the perfect gift for the season. Blue Delta has introduced their video gift cards, uh, a gift card with a built-in video screen. It's easy. Simply head to BlueDeltaJeans.com, purchase a gift card, and Blue Delta will help you rec- record a personalized message and upload the video card for you. Supply chains probably will be a problem this Christmas, but these video gift cards are a surefire way to make sure your gifts get delivered. The guys at Blue Delta sent me one of them. It's a great concept, great presentation. It's the perfect gift for a single person or a uh, group of employees. That's BlueDeltaJeans.com to purchase or shoot the guys a direct message on social media, and uh, they'll get you taken care of. Also brought to you by Lamons. Um, Lamons is located at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for 73-plus years, from engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And uh, we'll have hand-raised guys tomorrow night. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or that area, call 662-429-4429 for the people at Southern. And we're brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop with two locations in the Jackson area. Um in Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Podcast brought to you by G&M Pharmacy. That's there on South Lamar and Oxford. Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. Your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need with your local community pharmacy. So, again, that's G&M there on South Lamar, Tyson Drugs and Holly Springs. Again, 
236-2222. So, what in the hell did Brian Kelly have on his feet yesterday? Those shoes. Were they orthopedic shoes? Had to be, right? Well, they were platform shoes first. I mean, I was looking up on the internet. He appears to be somewhere between 5'7 and 5'9. So, he's trying to compensate for his height. And I mean, I mean, because it was a, I mean, it was a thick, thick sole. Oh yeah. Um, they were god awful ugly. They were bad. I. You don't even if they're orthopedic shoes, you don't wear them on the day you're introduced, right? Okay. So is he, it weird that we're? I mean, I, I almost right, so, feel like we've, this is one of those things where I go, okay, maybe he's not going right, to. This it. is a weird topic for me because I have bad feet. Okay. Okay. So a lot of the really nice dress shoes that men love to wear and that I love personally, Mm -hmm. if I wear them for more than a couple of hours, the the pain's intense because my feet are so bad. So I have to be, I have to be kind of careful with shoes. If you're a multimillionaire, you can't find some custom insoles that fix that problem beyond wearing. Well, if I'm a multimillionaire, I'm probably going and having those shoes specifically made just for me. Sure. I'm buying a $5,000 pair of black dress shoes. Yeah, sure. I think he thought those were fashionable shoes. Do you really? I do. You know, that's the the new thing right now. And and I generally like them. The dress shoe that has kind of the white, like Kohan makes one. Carson has it. Because Carson doesn't like wearing his dress shoes ever. And so we had to kind of, Kermit wears them. Um. I, I notice shoes. I watch shoes. Yeah, sure. Um, they have the white sole. Okay. And it, it casual, it makes it a little more casual. Okay. So if you're if you're not wearing a tie, for example, you're just wearing a sport coat. Yeah, sure. It, it, you pull it off a little better. <coughs> but that was, you're introduced, you're wearing a suit, right? You're wearing a suit the day you're introduced. Yes. You got to put on the dress of your shoes. And if you make the kind of money he makes, you could just go get those shoes made for you. You really could. Yes. Yeah, they're they're awful. Um Brian Kelly and he has been he played at um Assumption, it's a club, I don't know. Uh Grand Valley State, Central Michigan, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, LSU. Brian Kelly, yes or no, has he ever had gumbo? Yeah, he's ha- he's had gumbo. Has he On ever recruiting had recruiting trips? Probably. When he, he goes to Louisiana, do and I think it. he's ever gone into a restaurant and said, "I'll have a cup of gumbo before I have my"? No, probably not. Do I think he's ever ordered etouffee or Creole? No, I don't. No. Jambalaya, I don't. No. And all of that sounds so good right now. It really does. Kind of cold, well, yeah. It's got a little bit of a, it. It's not even about him being on the field. Just culturally, it's going to be interesting to watch him fit. I'm really not even. I'm, I'm not even talking about the job he does because I think he'll win football games. But just culturally, it will be an interesting fit. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Now, Palmineri came down there from Notre Dame and did great. Kind of became a Louisiana pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, sure, he's out. He's a really good coach. It's a really good hire. Oh yeah, good hire. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. I'm not, not going to criticize the hire. I do wonder, like the first time he has to go to a crawfish boil, just how it. Avery brought that up. It's a great point. Like, does he? I guarantee he doesn't know how to peel crawfish. 
Yeah. No, come on. Someone will have to show him. And if he's smart, he'll just play into that. Hey, I don't know what I'm I mean, doing. one of the most uncomfortable days I'm of my life. Now, I mean, I'm not comparing the two. One of the most uh, uncomfortable days of my life was watching someone from up north try to peel a shrimp one afternoon. Um, really? A shrimp? They didn't know how to do it? The guy your dog hated. The very, that, that, that doesn't count. The very first day. That, that doesn't count. The very first day he came down. I'm going to defend North. I'm going to defend Northerners here. That is not <laughs> fair. That is not fair. No, that is not fair. That's like if, if you said every Californian is Charles Manson. Well, I didn't I mean, say that. that, that be, I just said I have an experience. You know, I met Scott Peterson once, and all Californians are. Came down and went to snack bar, trying to kill some time, show the area, whatever, and. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know to like whether to like offer to help mm-hmm. or you just watch. Or what I mean, did you do? Did you just suffer? I just pain? stared. I was. I mean, I was so. Unco- I mean, I was. I was so uncomfortable. Um, I mean, it just pieces like literally just tearing into. Didn't know how to just peel it. I mean, I guess if you've never been around one, I, I, I don't know. What is your stance on shrimp? Oh, I'm all, I'm all in. Are you a I'm shrimp pro, oil yeah. person? Yeah, very pro shrimp. Okay. Yeah, we've had this conversation. I'm better off with shrimp than crawfish because it's more food for less work. I would rather have a shrimp boil than a crawfish boil. Yes. The only way... Beat me up all you want no, to. No, I'm, I'm, I'm completely fine. with you. I'm only in on a crawfish boil if it's done exactly right. Like, you've got to purge the crawfish. You sure. have to purge them. Yeah. If I'm opening up a crawfish and I'm getting that... Crawfish after one after the other, I'm out. I'm not not interested. It's gross, and I don't want it. And I'm a Louisiana guy, so shoot me. I do love some crab legs. Yeah, I get their work too. Yeah, their work, but they're good. Yeah, it's a different deal. There's a lot of people. This they drive me crazy. There's a lot of people like, oh, I love crawfish, and then you watch them, and they don't really love crawfish. You think it's like a societal thing to say? Oh, yes. Yeah, like there's no doubt about do you really? it. Really? Absolutely. Hey, we're going to a crawfish boil. I got to pretend that I really love this. A lot of times you go to a crawfish boil and the crawfish are not good. They're not good. People end up eating the sausage and the potatoes. And the of course. There's a the reason that you're putting all that stuff in there is because the, the crawfish is not very good. Now, you go down to a, like Acadiana or something where they know what the hell that's they're doing. That's a whole different. Total, totally different deal. Yeah, that, that's a. There's a place in Monroe called Cormier's that their, their crawfish was fantastic. But again, they know what they're doing and do it for a living and the whole shooting match. Why do you think, because look, he was playing LSU fan this morning. He's not right. T. Bobby Bears, who I'm referring to. Okay. He had a tweet this morning about, ah, you know, Lincoln Riley, da, 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 because Brian Kelly wouldn't take nine and a half if Lincoln Riley was offered 14. And I get that to a point. Why do you think the money was so wrong on people reporting numbers on on a couple of these these things at LSU? Because there was so much talk last week about just what LSU was prepared to offer. And listen, before anybody does this thing about Lincoln Riley wasn't going to happen, LSU on Saturday was contracting with a catering company and a digital sign company for a Monday press conference slash welcoming party. And all of the signage was about Lincoln Riley. That deal was done in LSU's mind. So before anybody goes, oh, the media, but y'all missed that. Nope, 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 nope. 
Nope. Nope. It was all Lincoln Riley until Saturday night. LSU spent Sunday panicking, and then he went and did his job. He was going to turn to Mark Stoops, and the people there told him it won't work. Can't do it. Brian Kelly was interested, and they knew it, and they pulled the trigger. It, that, the Brian Kelly thing happened fast. Not exactly crawfish capital, but Maneri did have five years in Miami at one point in his, in his life. So he did. He, he, he yeah. had a little more. Um, well, and look, you've met Paul. Yeah. I've met Paul. That Paul Maneri is one of those guys that if he came over to your Christmas party, now, but now baseball coaches are a different deal. Yeah. Like when you hang out with the collection of baseball coaches, you don't walk out of there going, these guys are psychopaths. <laughs> if you hang out with the collection of basketball coaches, you go, man, these guys would be fun to party with. Yeah, yeah. Basketball coaches are kind of eccentric, yeah. different. You hang out with a, a collection of football coaches, and for, at, at the end of it, you, you you can't shower fast enough. And I've talked to football coaches about this, and I work in a field where I hate 94% of the people. We're worse. We're just total losers as a, as a collection. So I can feel. I feel like I can say this. It's kind of like when someone says, "I'm, I'm, I'm going to make fun of your hometown." I'm like, "That's fine. I'm, I'm, I know where I'm from. It's all good." Um, couple things. This has no news value at the moment, but uh, Manny Diaz's buyout went way down overnight. Um, approximately so we'll, two million. So we'll see what happens with Miami as far as AD and coach over the next seventy-two hours, probably. You're trying to ruin the time. mood here, real quick. No, but I'm trying to forget it, and then whatever, <laughs> and then just, just. So here's here's what we're watching for on Miami. It's the one job that I've kept an eye on. It's the one job that I continue to keep an eye on just because I think it's my job. Yeah, grind. I like Jawan Howard too. Really, he's Jawan Howard would be a fun guy to go hang out with. Um, so that's the best example. I'll get back to Miami in a second. If you hung out with Harbaugh for thirty minutes, you'd think this guy's. In, there's no telling how many people, drink milk with the steak. There's no telling how many people he's hurt. If you hung out with Jawan Howard after a while, you'd be like, man, is, it was did. Did an hour pass that quick? Uh, Miami, I believe that Miami would like – I think they're going to hire an AD. I think I know who the AD is. It's Nunez is his name. At the, New Mexico, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think his last name is Nunez. I think they're going to hire him sometime between Friday and Sunday. I think if it's up to Miami, they're going to dismiss Manny Diaz late this week. The later, the better. Because the later that they dismiss him, the less heat there is on Mario Cristobal. It's my pretty damned educated opinion that if Miami moves on from Manny Diaz, it's because they believe they have a deal in place with Mario Cristobal. Believes that they've given him a yes. Here's the 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 wrinkle in the or the fly in the ointment or whatever is that Oregon is on to this, according to multiple people. Mm-hmm. Oregon knows that that Miami's potentially coming, and Phil Knight, who you might know as the head guy at Nike, and a giant Oregon booster, it is believed that they are putting a package together that is going to be very, very difficult for him to say no to, him being Mario Cristobal. And so what is not known is does, if Miami discovers that they can't get Cristobal, do they just tread water for another year, or do they make a move? And if they make a move, is the second guy on their list Lane Kiffin? 
Mm-hmm. And if it's Lane Kiffin, is there an offer they could put on the table that would get Lane Kiffin? Right. Those are the question marks. So if you're the guy that goes, we're com- you're the Ole Miss fan that goes, we're completely out of the water, all is uh, out, of, out of trouble, all is good. That's too much. You 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 have to keep an eye on it. If you're the Ole Miss person who's panicked over this, I would say that this is not the time to panic. A lot has to happen. That's fair. I think that's more. Than- Did I do that okay? Yeah, I think you're good there as far as uh, as far as that goes. Yes, milk with steak here for anybody in the stream. I just don't know how that works. How do you eat steak and then drink milk? Well, now you're asking questions that I don't have the answer to. But I I have a photo if it would let me do it. I, I don't know, man. I don't even know that I want to see it. You're good? That cat's weird. But then he takes all of his bonus money and he gives it back to Michigan employees who were affected by COVID-related layoffs. And you're like, hey, what a good dude. Everybody kind of says he's a good guy. It's just weird. Yeah, there it is, the Twitter picture for anybody who would like it in the stream. Okay. Yeah, it's right there available for you to gag. Did he have ketchup on it too? I know, I, I want to say he goes no sauce or anything, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But I, I feel like I've seen something to do with that over the course of uh, – over the course of time. Um, just uh, quickly tell you the podcast brought to you in part by Johnson Hill Creamery. JohnsonHillCreamery.com. You can call them, see all the different options they have for you. Again, all the local cheese made here in Oxford, all of it made with brown dairy farm milk. Plenty of different opportunities. 662-419-9201. That's cheese at JohnsonHillCreamery.com to send them an email. Right there off Molly Bar in Oxford on White Oak Lane. They've got a cool artisanal cheese box for the uh, holiday season. They've got a great charcuterie plate as well available for the holiday season. A lot of holiday stuff. Go to their Facebook page. You can search it easily, johnsonhillcreamery.com. See what all you can pre-order. See what's available there for you. The accompaniments, all the different um, condiments and different things that they offer as well. It's, again, the uh, the local wonderful made cheese. So, again, 662-419-9201. My buddy Martin Palomo and I will tape a uh, Mind on My Money tomorrow. That's brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. They provide financial service, uh, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. Again, mypinwealth.com. We've been talking about travel. If you're thinking about travel, you should, because there's a lot of great deals out there to be had. You just got to be aware of um, all the different COVID stuff closures and uh where you have to what's the word we have to uh, not hibernate but quarantine quarantine thank you dude there's so much medicine yeah. it's just it's everywhere um john edwards regency travel incorporated in memphis give him some parameters give him a budget he'll give you a ton of options and you uh don't have to live in or near memphis to take advantage of his services 901-494-3387 uh, send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients save $50 off their first book trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. If you come to town this weekend, make sure you check out OPA, 306 South Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. It's the newest restaurant on the square. Delicious menu featuring gyros, wraps, kebabs, fresh uh, redfish, lamb chops, and more. Uh, awesome bar, candlelit patio, and more there at OPA. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that's the place to go. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Uh, my mailbag is up at RebelGrove.com. It's brought to you 
by my friend Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. Whitney serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. And if you want to get in touch with her, you can, 662-567-2573. Or you can call her office at 662-842-3844. We'll have picks up tomorrow so you guys can know who to fade. It's brought to you by Service Specialists with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service Specialists has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, whatever, contact Service Specialists. If you're a recent grad without much experience, it's okay. Contact them. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Mississippi's a small state. They always know about jobs that never get advertised. They also always know about uh, prospective employees that don't want their resumes public. So if you're a, a prospective employer, well, you know the rest. Get in touch with them, 662-832-5138, or go to servicespecialistltd.com. And we're brought to you by Alpha Specialties. Alpha Specialties is your premier uh, trailer dealership in Mississippi, 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They've got all sorts of trailers. They also have spare tires and wheels starting at just $100, a full selection of trailer parts and accessories, hitches, winches, straps, and more. They do all sorts of truck accessories as well. It's alphaofms.com or 601-932-9798. And don't forget, while you're out doing your Christmas shopping today or online, go to therogue.com. Make sure you check out the Collegiate Collection. Got some really great-looking Ole Miss stuff. Uh, if you have Mississippi State fan in your life, LSU, Auburn, Alabama, whatever the case may be, you can get a lot of that taken care of at the Rogue. They also have a um, great selection of fine men's clothing. Forty-four fifty, I fifty-five North in Jackson or the Rogue.com. The other one last thing on Notre Dame is the committee also said this is what was so stupid that they will have the ability to factor in Brian Kelly's absence to how they view the team, but they don't do it until the very last ranking. So, oh, stop. So just contemplate that one. Just as, stop. Uh, Let's just, just go to 12 teams. Do it tomorrow. Whew. How cool would that be if they just announced, you know what, we're going to 12 teams starting this year. Yeah, just party. Party. What a day Monday would be, huh? What a cool day that it would be. It would be. be awesome. <laughs> Mark. What? Mark Angela. And I. And I I like Mark a lot. Spaghetti and milk is fan- is fantastic. Is is what? I don't drink really milk anyway. Mm, no, uh, not my thing. Yeah, I don't know the last time I've had actual dairy milk. Like we drink almond milk. See, I hate that stuff. So I don't like. I I, I don't. I couldn't tell you the last time I had like two percent milk. The only way I'll drink it is skim, just a little bit. Really. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm kind of thrown off by the spaghetti thing. Now, you, you mentioned this. Look, SEC basketball coaches, I only flagged two as far as guys I absolutely would want to spend no time with. Okay. And for different reasons. Okay. Will Wade just gets on my damn Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, good. Yeah. And then for some reason, I have no interest in Tom Crean whatsoever. He seems like a smarmy little whatever, yeah. and I have no. Yeah. But otherwise, I can find something. Nate Oates, Eric Musselman. Oh, sure. Bruce Pearl. Absolutely. Oh, Bruce White. Is, I, I want to hang out with Bruce. Yeah. Mike White. Mike White's a great dude. Calipari. Oh yeah. Ben Howland, and eh, he might fall on the list, but okay. He's he's Ben Howland's smart though. It's kind of interesting. 
Kunzo. Yeah, Kunzo. Kermit, Frank. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Barnes, Buzz, and Jerry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can figure it out. Oh, yeah. Put me in a group of those dudes. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. 12 of the 14, I go, okay. Oh, yeah, it'd be fine. At least 11 and a half. Like, if you told me I'm sitting at that table, I'm like, I don't really care who I sit by. I'm good. Like, Kermit's a great guy. I mean, yeah, fantastic sure. guy. And like, whereas I. You hang out with Kermit, you never walk away going, that guy's a serial killer in his other life. And I've hung out with some football coaches where I'm like, I don't know where they buried the bodies, but it's somewhere. I will say this group of SEC football coaches is more palatable than some of the collectives. Okay. No, seriously. Cause like, I'm trying to think. I think Mark Stoops is a decent dude. Yeah, he'd be a fun guy to go I think up. Shane Beamer's a decent dude. I agree. Like, they're like, okay. Like, it's not a ton of just, oh, dude. But now, like, I have no interest in Kirby Smart whatsoever. No. None. Well, you wouldn't want to hang out with Saban. No. And Jimbo freaks me out. I'm, I'm kind of an anti-Jimbo guy. You and Jay Tate both. Oh, and Jay's like that yeah. too. Jimbo was always nice to me, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, I, it, I will say I give SEC Network credit. The, the the commercial where he's in the car with Marty Smith and them is pretty funny when they switch the channel. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say Jimbo plays that pretty pretty good. What do you think Drinkwitz is like in real life? I think he's fine. And like, no offense. Uh, Ginger or anybody else on the street. I have a feeling he's only going to want to talk about like Marvel comic book, book movies with me. Like I, I have a hunch. Like it's a very, very finite level of what he actually wants to talk about. I just he just comes off so damn dorky. He's a good, yeah. Drink. He's a good football coach, but he's a good coach. He's a good coach. It's fine. It's fine. That's so. If you could hang out with three SEC football coaches at dinner, who would you? Who would you pick? Dinner. To make sure I get this right, you got dinner with three SEC football coaches. Who do you want at your table? Okay. And see, this is the point because uh, I'd much rather have. What are your favorite sit-down dinners? It's going to last three or four hours. You're there for a while. It's one of those cocktails, appetizers, meal, dessert, coffee, the whole shooting match. The whole shooting match. Um. Run down the list. I'll tell you whether yeah, they even make I'm, the semifinals. I don't know why suddenly it's kind of hard on the internet to find a list of SEC head football coaches. Right, because it's changed so damn much. Well, like, seriously, like, when you get it, like, it's like tons of weird things. They're just literally just giving me a freaking list, like, without ads or something where I've got to, like, click through everything. Okay. I don't know what the deal is. God, everything has ads now, like, these click list things where you can't just pull up a freaking thing. You know, we anything. just did a podcast with a whole bunch of ads. Yeah, and nobody had to stop or do anything at all. <laughs> Not true. whatsoever. It's they were true. able it's to good. just. It's a good point. Like, it's so stupid. Just give me a freaking list. Here we go. Okay. You okay? Yes, I'm fine. All right. I don't even. I don't know why I'm. Whatever. Okay. You know, here's what's bad about this: is I gave it. I gave all that, and now when I look at the list, I go. All right, go ahead. Find me some names. Saban. No. Smart. No. Jimbo. No, probably not. Ed. Hell no. And now Dan. Brian Kelly's still a no. Yeah. Dan. No, and and who's Napier? Probably, Napier. probably not. Stoops. Okay, he's he's almost, he might he, be on the list. He, he's on my semifinal list. I'm putting him in my pool to possibly come to dinner. Eli. I don't think so. Pittman. Yeah, he's got to be in the group. Yeah, yeah. He, probably he's fun. fun. Probably fun at dinner. Okay, here's the catch. And, 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 and again, because I know everybody's yelling and yelling because I get the persona. Lane Kiffin's next. Lane has to really like the other people at the table. 
Yeah. Lane is only there if he's really cool with everybody else. Because if Lane feels like one of them's a stranger, it's he's out. out. He's yeah. out. So he, he has to be really. So I'm gonna I'm I'm going to do the unpopular thing here and say no. I I don't want to listen to Mike Leach for two minutes. I have no interest in Mike Leach. No, it would get old. Beamer, Hypel, Clarkley. Okay, Beamer is a yes. Yeah. Hypel, I don't know enough about to say. And I met Clark Lee once, and he seemed like a really genuine guy, which is why he's probably 2-10. and 10. So I'm Stoops. You're Stoops, Beamer. I'm Stoops, Pittman, and Beamer, I think. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> See, this is easy. I mean... Y'all all think I'm in I'm insane and then you start running it out and you're like, oh, he's kinda right. <laughs> God, he's right. And see in basketball it's a harder cut. Like run me the basketball names and I'll tell you who who would I want at dinner. Uh all right. Yeah. All right, here we go. Nate Oates. Yes. Well, Smart pick three. Okay, but he's in my okay, but I'm putting him in my pool. Muscleman. Yes, for sure. He's too weird for me, but I have no problem with him. Yeah, but I'm putting him in my pool of people that I would be interested because he has a lot of interesting stories. Bruce is in. Bruce is in. Bruce is. He's at the sitting dinner. to my right. Bruce is sitting at dinner next to me. Yes. Mike White got no problems. I got no with problems Mike with Mike. Yeah. Mike's a good good guy. Crean's a no. Crean's out for sure. Cal would be a yes. I like Cal. I like him more than you do. Okay. Probably. Fair I like he that. probably would not make my dinner. Will Wade's a no. No, I have God, no interest. No. He, would, he would like berate the waitress. We would just talk about Will a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's, for that's sure. True. Uh, Howland, no. No. Kunzo, maybe. Maybe. But probably not. Yeah. Kermit's a good hang. No problem. I got no problem with Kermit at all. Frank Martin's a yes. Oh, Frank's in. Yeah. Bruce and Kermit. Bruce I mean, is Bruce right Frank here. Frank's yeah. right here. And now we're picking the one other spot. Yeah. Barnes, Buzz, and Stackhouse. No, no, and no. So it's those three guys and then either Kermit, Mike, or Nate Oates. Probably, I probably just eliminated Musselman because he might be just weird enough to make it weird. Okay. Because, see, you got to remember, you got Bruce and Frank, so you need a little bit of – Although here's what you hear about Musselman is, uh, from people up there is that he is incredibly good in social settings. Oh, really? Incredibly good. Can go from one group to a different kind of group and do it seamlessly. Great with the college kids. Very personable. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he's a little weird, but maybe in a good way. Hell of a recruiter, obviously. These teams are good. I don't see Beamer being a candidate for the OU job, Ron. I just don't. Um... Boy, if you're Beamer, though, and they offer OU, you got to take it, don't you? But Beamer coveted that South Carolina job. Really wanted the job. And they love him. They're going to give him so much time. Yeah, see, that's a good point. If we're doing like five years ago, the list would have been easy before we started because it's AK instead of that third spot. So it's AK, Frank, yeah. and yeah. Bruce. Yeah, and that's the... just, just sit back and don't say a word. Yeah. You just, every once in a while go, yeah, fill me up. Becomes a reality show at that point. Oh. It's, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> Is that wine? I, I don't care what kind of wine. Just put it. Yeah. In. When, when she comes around to go, hey, here's the bottle. No, just pour it. Just pour. It's fine. Just, yeah. Just, well, just leave the bottle. We'll tell you if it's not. If it's not okay. Um, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. You get AK about three glasses in and just go. 
You the had floor, about eight. The floor oh, is yours. You, you had eight to ten possible basketballs, and we had a hard time finding the third football I, coach. I, I know. I, I know what I'm saying here. I've done this for a while. I think Hugh knew the lane license plate thing when he did that yesterday. Yes. You do? For anybody under a rock, Hugh uh, tweeted an out-of-focus Harrison County license plate yesterday. Um, somebody did say he was imitating Lent Kiffin, and Freeze, to his, I, I guess, credit, call it whatever you want to call it, uh, replied and said they were not recruiting the same big game. Um, he did He did back off at that point. Sure. <laughs> whatever. Big game hunting. Liberty in Harrison County. Needs to stay there forever. In Liberty? Liberty. When he signed the new deal and the kids greeted him when he came in, I thought, you see, this is, I almost tweeted, you need to stay there forever. It's perfect. It's a great spot. You can run CUSA. Oh, he'll do great. Because he's a good coach. He's a good coach. Mm -hmm. I know. We are here today at Visit Oxford, speaking with Nadia Thornton as uh, getting ready for Holly Jolly Holiday, the second annual version of that. Something that, Nadia, thanks for being with us all today. And it's something that got started, I guess, a little bit through the pandemic last year. And then um, one of those things where you learn some new things and something ends up working really well. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. And we are excited to bring it back this year. Um, last year, we did it over one weekend. It was a huge success. We had over a thousand skaters. Um, lots of spectators, of course, and um, kind of was something fun to bring to the community during during a bad COVID year. So we're excited to bring it back this time and expand on it. Um, it'll be around for almost two weeks, a full 12 days of skating. And um, the biggest thing is it'll be real ice this year, not, not plastic ice. It's one of those kind of things where, you know, at the time, I guess, when did you actually start the process last year versus this year? I mean, what is that? What does that look like when you actually have time to take a breath and do the full version of of planning something like that? So last year, um, it came together pretty quickly. Um, We weren't sure exactly what we were going to be able to do because of COVID. Um, And so we kind of started about uh, mid-October, really getting our feet to the ground on planning last year. Um, So we didn't know how it would be received. So we did go with, um, you know, a plastic ice that, that travels around and is good in any climates. Um, and then added a little bit of programming with carriage rides and Santa, but didn't want to do too much. Um, so yeah, now this year we had a year to reflect and talk to people who do this on a regular basis. You have a lot of information, a lot of good information for us, um, and found a great company that comes and basically builds an ice rink, um, that will stay cold throughout the climates. And, um, we're excited that it's going to be real ice for people to experience here in North Mississippi. Yeah, so this entire um, two-week period is December 1st to December 12th, so starting here soon, running, I guess just coincidentally, it's 12 days of Christmas, a couple weeks prior to actually Christmas getting started. We do have a venue change, though. It was right here in front uh, on on the square last time. It's being moved to the old Armory Pavilion for this, and I guess most activities there as well. What made that kind of a good location for, uh, for this? Well, we would love to have the ice skating right in front of City Hall again, um, but unfortunately we can't close down the streets for two weeks. So um, the pavilion became kind of a natural progression. Um, It's covered 
Um, so no matter the, the climate, it's okay there. And um, so it just seems like a good open space. Um, so that's kind of why we moved it down there. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's really a good location for everything that we'll get to today throughout that process. They're also going to still have plenty of other items. You had some of those last year, um, I guess, including probably what was the second most popular thing, the carriage rides that were uh, that were going on. Those are back again, and they'll be able to do those. Um, I guess there's certain days to that throughout the process. What does that look like from a carriage ride standpoint? Yeah, absolutely. The carriage rides were very popular. So while ice skating will be all 12 days of the event, um, carriage rides will happen on the Saturdays. So that's going to be December 4th and 11th, and they'll be available from 3 to 7 p.m., um, so that gives everyone an opportunity to either kind of ride around the square in a carriage during the daylight or under the canopy of lights, which is always super special as well. Um, so we'll have those again December 4th and the 11th. Those two Saturdays we'll have um, the carriage rides around the square. One thing I do want to go back and mention as well, some people with the, the real lives may be worried about safety, different things. Um, You'll have the uh, the skate aids for any children who want to participate in that. So they'll have ability, I, I think we're calling it Decker the Dolphin, to be able to uh, just hold on to something, have a little help there if they'd like to get onto the ice, experience it, but not needing to actually be able to ice skate as they get started. That's right. Well, it was fun last year to watch everyone fall all over the, the artificial ice. Including which, myself, adults and everyone. Absolutely, went, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. involved. Um, this year we are getting these skate aids and um, the ones that we have are, are in the shape of dolphins. So we've named them Decker the Dolphins. Um, so we do have a limited supply of those, but um, yes, kids and adults as well can, can use those to kind of help them scoot around the ice. So the the, day, the times and the dates for the ice skating again, this whole part, whole uh, event is December 1st to December 12th, 3 to 9 o'clock on the weekdays those weeks, uh, 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. obviously, Saturday 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and then uh, December 5th, 2 to 9 and then on the 11th, 11 to 9. So those times there for uh, for that as, uh, as well. And then a few things that have been coming from you know, either a variation or coming from some other events that you guys have done, including the uh, caricature drawings, which will be the first time for it being part of Holly Jolly Holiday, but those have been around in the past, I think, on uh, on, on the, the, the street um, thing that happened, Eat in the Street, that mm -hmm. happened here pr yeah. pretty recently. Both Saturdays for that. You can get a character drawing on December 4th from 11 to 3, or uh, December 11th from 11 to 3 as well. Just something kind of neat, pretty good tie-in there that, that people should be interested in, I would say. Absolutely. So they um, they definitely came down for Eat in the Streets, and we had a great time with them. Um, they're just fantastic artists. Um, and, you know, it's always something. I know we did it when I was growing up, go down to New Orleans or something like that and get a family caricature drawing. Um, so it'll be available, like you said, um, on those Saturdays, 11 to 3. So you can, you know, bring yourself, bring your family, bring your pet, whoever you want and get those drawn and you know framed up and wrapped up for the christmas holiday it's one of the weeks too you'll be able to get a balloon artist correct i think that's coming on december 5th yes so um there is a local balloon artist that has agreed to come out on sunday december 5th and she will make all of the balloon animals plants whatever you can think of um she can make out of balloons so it'll be a lot of fun um is there times on those two things? Do we do we do we have that? Yes. So the caricatures are eleven to three on those Saturdays, and the balloon artist is scheduled two to four on Sunday the fifth. Something for uh, people a little older, something for people a little younger as well. OPC is doing their letters to letters to Santa. The mailbox will be located at the pavilion 
for those 12 days so people can drop those off. I know all over the internet you can you can print off certain things. You can get those letters in for as well. And then uh, another idea on night one, you've got uh, college night, the first night of the ice skating. That is with DJ Mario, who is very well known throughout the, the decades at this point from uh, the library. Six to nine o'clock from that, and you, uh, you get a little discount with your uh, student ID for college night. That's right. So opening day will open at 3 p.m. on the 1st, and then starting at 6 p.m., um, we've invited all of the local college students from Ole Miss or Northwest or wherever, if they have a college ID, um, they can present that at check-in, get a discount, and come skate to DJ Mario, who is the most beloved DJ in Oxford, yes. for sure. Uh, live ice carving, also a part of that uh, that first Sunday, that's December 5th. It will start mm -hmm. around 3 o'clock. I think you said maybe an hour to 90 minutes, somewhere in there, to get the, uh, to get the uh, carving done. Yes, so he is bringing down a large block of ice, and he will start carving that right around three o'clock. Um, and just something fun that you can you can watch while your kids skate, or you can come specifically for that um, and watch him transform a block of ice into a holiday theme. Um, and it is supposed to take about an hour, hour and a half. So, and then it'll be on display as long as it doesn't melt. It will be on display throughout the the event as well. Where's it going to be displayed? Where are you putting it? At the pavilion. Okay. <sighs> Um, also for the kids over the course of those two days, I know that uh, it was very popular a year ago. We'll be against Santa's visiting, visit Oxford. So one of the things away from the pavilion, just be aware from that between the carriage rides and the, uh, the, the Santa visits, those both somewhere else. Santa's visit here at, uh, the visit Oxford, just on, uh, Jackson Avenue East, 1013 Jackson Avenue East for that. One little note though, enter via the back door, um, and then flow through. So a little change for somebody who would not be aware of that. But that is December 4th, 1.30 to 3.30, and December 11th from 10.30 to 12.30. So really, but these, these, these Saturdays, something to kind of come in, knock out a few things at once, and kind of make an afternoon of it, really. Absolutely. And with Santa, you know, we kind of did an afternoon slot, and then on the next Saturday, a morning slot, whatever works best um, for the schedule. Um, and something also I want to mention, Chase, is that we will have the double-decker bus running from the parking garage here on the square to the pavilion and back. Um, that way you can park your car at the at the parking garage, um, maybe see Santa, take the double-decker bus down to the pavilion to ice skate, um, or see the caricature drawings, whatever you want to do, and then bring it back, and it's free. So that's on both Saturdays, the 4th and the 11th. Um, and then getting back to Santa, yes, he will be here, um, and just for flow of traffic, we decided that it was best to have everyone enter through the back door and flow through the front. So. Um, we're excited to have Santa back again this year. Something that could be done at the same time on these uh, on these Saturdays, the holiday art market, as you mentioned. You could come here, you could get rid of the bus, you could get over to the armory and back doing a holiday art market with uh, Yachtin Batalfa Arts Council. That is 9 to 5 on the 4th. It's also 9 to 5 on the 11th. And something that's kind of a variation of um, your pop-ups earlier in the year where uh, you have just some ability to, uh, to see some local art. It's a little, it's themed. And then if you are an artist as well, I say there's a link on the Visit Oxford website, that's visitoxfordms.com slash hollyjolly that allows you to get a booth for that also. So whether you're uh, someone that's trying to be a patron or an artist, there's availability there for those two days. Absolutely. We always want to um, support our local merchants and support our local artists. So um, this was a kind of easy way to do that, um, having artists set up on one half of the pavilion while ice skating on the other. And um, yeah, come out and see maybe get some, some last minute gifts for the hard to buy people in your family. I know I've got a few. 
Um, so you can look for something there and take it home and wrap it up. Food trucks will be available from a uh, refreshment from a food standpoint there at the pavilion those two uh, Saturdays or weekends as well. I know of, I mean, if you're listening and you have a food truck, you can also maybe participate in that as well. You can call and get uh, information on those things uh, also. And then what I, I found really interesting because, you know, around Oxford, around Fayette County, there's only so many places to have kids' birthday parties as these will be some options during the course of uh, Holly Jolly Holidays to have kind of a themed birthday party as well. What, what, what do we know about that? Yeah, so we do have the ability to host birthday parties um, at the ice skating rink. Um, so you can call us, um, go online, fill out a form, and you have we'll have a, a tent set up that's going to be private for um, you know the cake and the presents. Um, and you get a certain number of ice skating passes, so you can have the whole gang out there ice skating together. Um, and then, like I said, have that tent that's kind of private for you to do your cake, ice cream, presents, whatever. So. Um, those are available most days, and we do have a link on our website to fill out a form to request that. Um, quickly, just sponsor help. Who'd you kind of like to recognize from the course of this, uh, this these two weeks? Yeah, absolutely. So obviously the City of Oxford, Yacht Capitava Arts Council have all been super supportive. Um, but then also Walk-Ons, which is going to be located right across the street from the pavilion and opening soon, has um, been one of our great sponsors as well as Northeast Spark, Oxford Square North, Specialty Orthopedic Group, and Graduate Oxford. So we are very thankful for those sponsors and um, the help that they've given us to bring something fun to the community. I know we didn't mention it, but I know it was a hit for the kids. The hot chocolate will be back as well for uh, Double Decker, for, uh, for Holly Jolly Holiday. I almost said Double Decker. We're not quite there yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, the hot chocolate and um, apple cider should be back in a new form this year. Um, we have a local new coffee um, and beverage truck that's coming in. So, um, again, check out our website and our social media for updates on what days um, all of those food, food and beverage trucks will be there um, so you can get your your hot chocolate, your chicken, whatever it is. So again, that's visitoxfordms.com slash hollyjolly for all the different calendar events and ways to uh, contact them if you'd like to participate in a number of ways. But look forward to that again, December 1st through December 12th. Thanks for the time today. Absolutely. And real quick, Chase, I did want to mention we have um, Double Decker is finally coming back in 2022. So make sure you've marked your calendar for April 22nd, 23rd, and Double Decker will be back. So after uh, the, 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 the period of time over the last two years, Double Decker back in the spring, it's normal time slot there in April, and obviously we'll get more to you when the uh, time comes for Absolutely. that. So for Nadia and Chase, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Corey asked a good question. I had this in the mailbag, and I didn't really know how to answer it. The Hugh Freeze thing is over, right, as far as media infatuation? Is everyone done now? Oh uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you get rid of Malik Willis – at Liberty longer, you go seven, eight and four, seven and five, whatever they went. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's. I, I, I think we're done, right? That's good. We're, we're finished with that. I think so. Um, I, I tell you, and I get that. I get it was just a snippet, and he's done a good job at state. I'm not really bashing his coaching thing at all. Did you listen to that Mike Leach answer last night about tripping? No. He was having – so he almost fell going up the steps. And one of the reporters, I mean, credit to him because, I mean, there's nothing else to really talk about, was like, hey, you're all right. I saw you kind of whatever. And he gives this long-winded answer about how he persevered and didn't fall because he's surrounded by great people and great players and they've rubbed off on him and that's why he didn't fall down the steps. 
Except every like third word, he's going um, 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 um. I mean, he cannot get through the sentences. If I'm an Ole Miss fan, I want him. Like, I, let me let me get this all the way out where people don't misunderstand. If I'm an Ole Miss fan, I do not want Mississippi State to suck. I want him to stay there for a long time because they have a very low ceiling with him. I do not want them to capture the floor. If I'm an Ole Miss fan and I'm saying, okay, Mississippi State, make me a – the football gods come down and go, hey, Ole Miss fan, what do you want Mississippi State's record to be? Seven and five. Seven and five. In per- per- perpetuity. Forever. Yeah. They may never fire him. And seven and five is not beating me much if I'm on top of my game. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm losing to six and five Mississippi State teams, I've got something wrong in my house. Understand that? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if, if, if the, well, but if they're seven and five, that means they beat us some. Well, not if you're doing right. Yeah, sure. Once, twice every 10 years, sure, of course. But if you're taking care of business and you're running a strong program and they're a six and six, seven and five program, you're beating them. Four out of every five times, if not more. I don't want them to tank to where they go, okay, this doesn't work. Let's go figure this out. Mm-hmm. And then they stumble on the right guy. I guess my point was I listened to him and I went, I don't think that plays in living rooms. I went, eh, No, I don't that, think so. That, that, I don't. Just, just seemed, and now, I tell you what he does do is I do feel like he's having and now this is this is just Mike Leach. I mean anybody can go have a drink with Mike and he's laid back and he's all Key West and all that stuff. Well, he's a smart guy, sure. You saw our you saw, there's a thread on the board about a guy that had a couple of drinks with him last night after the Connerly Trophy. Mm-hmm. He hung out for a couple of hours and whatever. That's something a you do when you're seven and five, yeah. And that's also something you do when you're the head coach at Mississippi State. Yeah. There's a more of a hey I'm we're we're in we're doing sure. the thing and right now look. I don't think Lane needs to go hang out at the Country Club of Jackson for three hours and have drinks. But being invested in your community is a portion of the gig. And but Leach and State have to take it to another level for whatever well, reason. You know, I've talked to Mike Leach a couple of times. I've always been struck by he's a nice guy. Well, he's not a bad dude at he's all. He's eccentric a little bit, but that's yeah. okay. I mean, we just got through talking about basketball coaches. Most of those guys are nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, he's he's fine. I, I, I like Mike. Mm-hmm. Nothing bad to say about no, Mike no. Leach. I just think he has a ceiling. And if I'm an Ole Miss fan, I want him to stay there for a while. Yeah. He's going to do the thing about candy and stuff, and everybody's going to go, oh, my God, how incredible. Okay, cool. What I don't want – if I'm Ole Miss, I'm like, whoo, thank God Billy Napier didn't end up there. Because yeah. he might have run that thing efficiently and made your life miserable. Yeah. Look, Mike Leach is high floor, low ceiling. That's what he is. Yeah. He's high floor, And low they're going to get you sometime. But this league – Nobody's dominating anybody in this league mm-hmm. anymore, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. With NIL and transfer portal, and this is a tough league. I mean, look around this league. I mean, just take a thirteen of the fourteen teams are bowl eligible. Yeah, everybody. everybody I mean, bowl. nobody just sucks other than Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, you know, people go Missouri sucks. No, they don't. If you watch them, they don't suck. Okay. Got flaws. But they're fine. They're okay. Yeah. I mean, we talked about Arkansas a minute ago. That team went eight and four. Had a ball in the air from nine and three. Had a call go funny against them against and don't get me wrong, Auburn outplayed them that day. 
But you change a call earlier that game, and they get a touchdown there, and that, that's a different game. Yeah, the margin of error is so small. Tennessee yeah. went 7-5, and five, had a chance to beat Ole Miss, had a chance to win some other games. I mean, Tennessee – Kentucky went nine and three, could have easily beaten Tennessee to go ten and two. This league this league's a booger bear. Yeah. And getting getting harder by the day. All right. Plenty of recruiting up at rebelgrove.com. We'll have more throughout the day. Should be a pretty busy week. Looking at some official visitors this weekend and more. Ole Miss basketball beach rider last night. They play Memphis at eleven o'clock on Saturday morning. Should be a the, big uh, game. It's a big yeah. opportunity for Ole Miss to kind of regain some momentum that they've lost with early season losses yeah so that's going on and plenty more we'll be back with you tomorrow morning so hope you have a wonderful day and we will talk to you then